Oh, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast, your weekly recap show where I go through all the major WWE and AEW shows. That includes Raw, SmackDown, NXT 2.0, and AEW Dynamite, Rampage, and any of their pay-per-views. So this week we are uh, continuing onwards on our way to the Royal Rumble, which means we are getting ever so close to WrestleMania season, which is all baby i cannot wait and uh, i'm getting my award show all kind of gathered up and uh starting to uh get some award categories selected and uh all built together so i got gimmick of the year tag team female and male tag team of the year wrestler of the year match of the year um I should probably do some of the worst stuff as well. If you have any good, uh, any suggestions for fun or good awards to give out for uh, the the award show that's coming up, I think I'm just gonna call them the Xies for you know I call I kind of go with the moniker of GX Gamer GX GX Hockey Cast. So maybe the Xies would be a fun name for the award show. But yeah, if you have any cool suggestions for awards to give out in terms of wrestling, I am all ears. You can hit me up on Twitter or send me an email email or uh, a, a message on youtube anything like that links are down below you can check all that stuff out so uh let's just get into this week's recap let's start out as always with monday night raw they were in cincinnati this week oh man i have a really bad memory of cincinnati i, I drove through cincinnati a long time ago when i was a very young new driver and I don't know if there's anyone from Cincinnati listening, but I was on your highways once driving through there, and it was terrifying. It was like a five or six lane highway. Again, I was a very new driver at the time, and it was very we were going very fast. I got trapped over on the sixth lane and the fastest lane, and we went through a tunnel. It was very, very tight. It was very tight butthole. I was terrified, and all I wanted to do was just just go to sleep you know it was it was it was rough but um yeah anyway uh, i wasn't driving in cincinnati this week but monday night raw did they were in cincinnati so before we get into the recap i just have to throw out my condolences for the passing of jay briscoe he uh, sadly passed away at the young young age of only 38 years old man uh, absolutely massive blow to the wrestling community i mean my wife and I were both shocked. We had, I, I just couldn't really believe that it was like, there's a lot of Briscoes out there. And uh, I didn't expect, I didn't expect it to be uh, Jay Briscoe or, you know, honestly, you just don't want to hear about anyone passing away. But yeah, man, Jay Briscoe, I mean, they, they're kind of just, they've been an unbelievable tag team kind of new in my books i've always been aware of the briscoes uh haven't watched them wrestle a whole bunch but i did uh, uh partake in uh they're one of their more recent brawls with ftr in the ring of honor pay-per-view and uh yeah man i was i instantly fell in love with the briscoes and uh now that's sadly already over i don't get to experience any more of that with jay briscoe passing away i mean that's uh, a massive blow like i said my wife and i were both shocked to hear about that i imagine the wrestling community as a whole and everybody was just absolutely shocked to hear about this um uh, sadly he passed away in a car accident uh, just tragic man and um yeah just uh Man, I'm, uh, yeah, really, really sad news. I I'm sorry that I, I'm, I struggled to collect my thoughts. Just a, a really, 
really hard, uh, serious blow to the wrestling community. This, this is really sad, but on the bright side, everyone came out in the wrestling community this week. WWE shouted it out. Uh, everybody came out and offered their condolences and respect to Jay Briscoe. So uh, really, really good props out there to the wrestling community coming out and uh, showing support and love for him. So uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's move on now awkwardly though into the recap of Monday Night Raw. So the show starts with the Usos and Solo Sokoa. They're in the ring. They need to answer for ruining Sami Zayn's match last week. That was just massive douche douchebaggery. Sami Zayn was really upset. They announced that at Raw, the 30th anniversary next week, they are going to bring the whole bloodline for the big celebration. So this has me excited. Does that does that mean like is the Rock going to be here next week? Rikishi is like is they're all part of the bloodline line, right? So are we, we might be seeing some uh, a lot of really awesome shit next week on on the anniversary show i would i would expect so it's the 30th anniversary so it should be really fun uh, the judgment day arrived dom mysterio is now ex-con dom i love that nickname that's uh, pen uh, penned by finn balor uh, awesome nickname ex-con dom i love it thumbs up dom asks mommy if she can smell it i mean that just makes me giggle the usos bring out the old usos penitentiary Oh, baby, my wife and I love the Usos Penitentiary. I love that they brought that back out. Thumbs up. Dom laying down the business. Solo gets in his face, but Mommy gets in there. She she stares off with Solo Sokoa, and she will not back off. The crowd is really hot for this. But then Dom Mysterio gets in there. He hits Solo with an elbow. Not a good idea. All hell breaks loose. Solo about to fight with Rhea Ripley, but you gotta be kidding me. Here comes... Mustafa Ali, as usual, here he comes to wreck the day. I mean, it's this guy is all over the place. Like, ah, so annoying. Freaking Mustafa Ali right now. Boo. The opening segment was good until Ali had to make it all about himself, as usual. Just they keep forcing him into things. He just doesn't fit anywhere. Moving on now, we got Solo Sokoa versus Mustafa Ali. This should go well. Solo has a handprint on his chest from taking a really nice slap. Uh, that was nice. Kevin Owens runs down for a distraction. Ali almost steals the W with a, torna- a tornado DDT, but Solo is able to kick out. Hits the Samoan spike for the W. Eh, not, not a bad match, but not a good match. Kevin Owens immediately attacks Solo, nails a stunner, then lays the smackdown in on him. As is tradition, Pierce, Petey Williams, and the whole crew, security, all that baloney runs down to separate everybody. Same old stuff, you know, just kind of counting down the days to the Royal Rumble at this point. They're just kind of, I, I imagine they're kind of playing it safe. We don't want anybody to get hurt. Don't want any major storylines to get spoiled by injuries on the way to the Rumble. We're so close here. So I think they're kind of playing it safe, just kind of rinse and repeat. Uh, they try to get involved in matches. Lots of shenanigans, lots of interference, just adding more fuel to the fire. It's It's fine, I understand, but... Yeah, at this point, we're just waiting for the rumble to happen so we can move on. Now, we move on uh, to MVP. He want, he warns Elias not to talk to Adam Pierce about the Royal Rumble. Alrighty. MVP wants to fight Elias tonight, apparently. MVP getting in his face. But uh, MVP doesn't really fight. He does every now and again. Now, don't get me. He's not fully retired out of the ring. He gets in there, but he doesn't look ready to fight. Doesn't sound like he wants to fight, but he does. It's weird. Elias says, hell yeah, I'll fight you. So we'll see how that plays out later on through the night. Now we got the Street Profit, Profit, Street Profits versus Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. 
Cedric and Shelton going to work. MVP comes down perhaps for some business, maybe some hurt business. Oh, Shelton Benjamin running up the ropes, hitting a top rope suplex. Just some classic Shelton Benjamin right there. Thumbs up for that. MVP distracts the Profits, it backfires, Dawkins reverses the roll-up into one of his own for the W. Solid tag team match here. I wish it was longer, we, I, I just like what was going on there, could have had a, maybe five more minutes of that, could have had something really good right here. Not a good start for MVP getting uh, what looks to be the Hurt Business back in business uh kind of fucking up shelton and cedric's mass match but uh we'll see how it continues on judgment day now they're getting in interviewed and they are shooshed by alpha academy they go back and forth alpha academy walk off uh, thank you pretty good stuff pretty good stuff Moving on, you got Becky Lynch. She makes her way through the crowd, kind of just doing her own John Moxley thing. She calls out that dope Bailey to the ring. Uh, the way that Bailey is, or uh, sorry, Becky Lynch is talking just reminds me of Conor McGregor. Like, go back and listen to some of that Conor McGregor stuff in um, one of the press conferences, that classic McGregor, just chirp fest. Pretty good stuff. Reminds me of that. And uh, I like it. Really funny stuff. Damage control comes out. Bailey is pissed off that Lynch allegedly stole all of her success. Uh, Bailey doing that it should have been me kind of deal. Lynch and Bailey fire back and forth. I really enjoyed this. Thumbs up. Lynch versus Bailey, man. That is going to be dope, as as Becky Becky Lynch likes to call it. Anyway, moving on, Dolph Ziggler and Mustafa Ali. Uh, there he is again. They're talking backstage, and then out of nowhere, Ali snaps. He attacks Ziggler again. I, what is going on with Mustafa? Why are they just... They're seriously just throwing shit at the wall with this guy and seeing what sticks. Like, okay, throw him in with this. Throw him in with that. And it's just like, people are just like, no, we don't want it. We don't want it. Just put him down in NXT, for goodness sakes, please. <sighs> moving on. Elias versus MVP? Uh, no, of course not. MVP brings out almost. Oh, no. Not, not, not this guy again. MVP threatens Elias with his cane. Elias grabs his guitar, almost grabs it away, and destroys it. Choke bomb from almost, and thankfully this match is over fast. An okay match for, I guess, almost standards. You know, yeah, not, not a high bar. He looks to be a major player in the Royal Rumble for... For this year, I, I'm I'm expecting him to go go down as most big men do in the Royal Rumble. He'll get in there, probably look intimidating, get a few eliminations, then everyone's gonna gang up on him and throw him out. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. They're they're not ditching almost right now. But like I said, if they're not going to ditch almost, uh, let's bring back the hurt business, throw him into the hurt business as the big intimidating muscle, and don't ever have him in any more matches. Just have him kind of standing there being big. That would be good. Moving on. Adam Pierce talks about Raw 30. Tazawa yelling he wants to be in the Royal Rumble. Pierce says he needs to earn it because apparently being Tazawa just isn't enough for Mr. Pierce. So what the hell? I mean, if Tazawa said he wants to be in it, in my books, damn right. You're going to be in it, Tazawa, because you're awesome. Now we got a tag team match, the Judgment Day with Finn and Rhea Ripley versus Alpha Academy. Don Mysterio looking to tie up with the Olympian Chad Gable. That goes very well for Dom. That's just very funny stuff. <laughs> I like that. Thumbs up. Crowd loving Otis. He hits the caterpillar. Again, he continues to be very popular. Uh, now we move uh, Priest nails a mid-rope choke slam on the big man Otis. That was pretty impressive. I'll give that a thumbs up. 
Gable locks in the ankle lock on Dom Mysterio. Rhea Ripley trying to help out her man. She is caught by the referee, but then... Priest saves Dom Mysterio with a chokeslam on Gable, and Dom steals the victory right here. Pretty solid match. Dom with uh, some good heel work, as as always. I enjoyed Damien playing bodyguard for, for Dom throughout the match. Pretty good stuff. Crowd was having a good time, and yeah, it was pretty good. Solid match. Moving on, we got Io Sky with Dakota versus Mia Yim with Candice LeRae. Io with some awesome counter flip thing over Mia. I just, that was awesome. Thumbs up. Mia hits Eat Defeat, picks up the big W right here. Good match, man. I like the chemistry between uh, Mia Yim and Eosky. I think Eosky is like quite possibly the most talented in-ring wrestler in uh, WWE right now. She's just phenomenal. She can wrestle a good match with anybody. She has another good one right here. Really nice selling from Eo as always. 7 out of 10. After that, Yim is, uh, she attacks or uh, no, Mia Yim is attacked by Coda, and then Candice comes in for the save, so yeah, man, I like all four of these women, Mia Yim, Candice LeRae, I don't like her that much as, like, personality, but she's good in the ring, and I really like damage control, man, uh, Dakota, eh, you know, she still kind of seems like she's finding herself, EO is just locked in as being that just phenomenal in the ring, now she doesn't have, like, insane mic skills, obviously, but oh, man, I love me some EO Sky. Now, uh, they show a Royal Rumble graphic. It has Cody Rhodes right front and center, so I'm expecting Cody Rhodes to make his return at the Royal Rumble. They're not shying away from that. Uh, I do remember, though, when WWE used to have surprises. You know, that used to be really nice, when they'd have nice big surprise returns in the Royal Rumble, but now they just announce returns and all that stuff, like, weeks weeks in advance, and then they promote the shit out of it, so... You know, John Cena, for example, they announced that, like, weeks in advance. Oh, John Cena's gonna be here on Monday Night Raw, make sure you see it. And, like, I don't know, a while ago they wouldn't announce that, and it would just be a pleasant surprise. Like, oh, fuck, whoa, John Cena's here, that's amazing. But, yeah, that's not really the way they do it. I imagine they're still gonna have, hopefully, a couple cool surprises, cool returns at the Royal Rumble. Um, I'm not gonna speculate on whom, but, um, yeah, looks like Cody Rhodes is gonna make his return. And, uh, yeah, that sucks. I mean, not it doesn't suck that Cody Rhodes is going to come back. That's 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 fantastic, but it sucks that it's not a surprise. Like it would have been cool if just Cody Rhodes showed up and it was like, oh fuck, wow, what a surprise! That that that'd be nice. Ugh. Bianca Belair now she is in the ring. She cuts a promo on Alexa Bliss. This summons Alexa Bliss. She comes out to defend herself. Bianca offers her a shot at her title at the Royal Rumble. Bliss is confused. She's like, what's the catch? But she accepts it anyway. Uh, they begin to brawl a little bit with each other. I got to shout out Bel Air right here. And uh, she's got, like, the sparkled up pockets on her outfit. She's got, like, short shorts and the pockets are hanging out. You know the way that the kids wear them these days? I don't understand it. But I like the touch that her pockets are all sparkled up. So, fucking shout outs for that. That's cool. Uh, anyway, they continue to brawl into a nice cleared out area. Nice and safe. Surrounded by security for them. <laughs> Definitely not planned out in advance. Bianca about to end Bliss with a KOD through some chairs, but she gets distracted by Smoke and then Mr. Howdy Doody or whatever the hell you want to call him. He shows up, Bliss nails a DDT, and uh, yeah, it just awkwardly ends as per usual, but a pretty good segment here. Bianca delivering a good promo in the ring. Bliss didn't act weird. She was kind of just in control, I guess, this week. Uh, Some heat added to their rivalry. 
Um, yeah, I'm expecting some really weird shenanigans for the Royal Rumble match. Now, if it's going to be good or bad, that uh, I don't know, man. It's kind of hit or miss with this kind of stuff. I t it tends to miss, but we'll see how it goes. I'm I I'm not going into it with a lot of uh, high expectations, but we'll we'll see how it goes down. Now we got Tazawa versus Bronson Reed. Are you kidding me? Tazawa's not going to win that. That's not fair. Anyway, you got this, Tazawa. You're only outweighed, outweighed by like 200 pounds. No problem. You got this. Uh, Tazawa is powerbombed into the barricade. He takes an absolutely brutal landing, like neck first, right into the barricade, bro. That was just vicious. And it's not over. Breed di uh, Reed dives at Tazawa off the apron and just obliterates Tazawa. Unreal selling, but I don't think he had a choice. And if he was getting... He just got obliterated, man. Bronson puts Tazawa away, no problem. Uh, holy crap, man. Unbelievable selling by, by Tazawa, whether he liked it or not. Bronson looking like an absolute beast right here. And this was a well-done squash match. Kind of rare. Don't see a lot of these well-done squash matches, but... Bronson just fucking obliterated Tazawa, and again, man, Tazawa does everything well. He is a utility belt fucking, he could do it all, man. I love Tazawa. Well done. I'll give him a thumbs up for the squash match. Now, Seth Rollins, he cuts a promo backstage. He is super duper hyper, uh, amped to win the six-pack challenge later on tonight, and then the U.S. Championship, and then win the Rumble, and then win the Undisputed Championship. He just wants it all, man. And uh, yeah, man, Seth setting some big goals and a good promo here. Thumbs up. Now we move on to the number one contender six-way elimination match. You got Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley versus Baron Corbin, Finn Balor, The Miz, and Dolph Ziggler. Oh my goodness, this is a this is a lot of this is a lot going on here. Let's uh, let's just dive right into this. Theory joins commentary. The match begins and right into a commercial break. What the hell, man? Like <laughs> we get. Uh, you couldn't just put the commercial break when everyone was doing their entrances. No, we spend, you know, 10, 12 minutes on the entrances. Match begins, ring a ding, and then right into a commercial break. Whoa, just unreal. Anyway, we got a zigzag and a face-crushing finale thing on Bobby Lashley. He kicks out of that. Whew, I thought for a second there that he was going to get eliminated, but no, he powers out. Miz gets stomped by Rollins, and the Miz is eliminated first. No surprise there. Corbin and Finn Balor, they team up with each other against Bobby Lashley. Seth grabs a drink of water. He spits it in Theory's face. And Theory is just absolutely disgusted by that. Uh, really funny sell. And that was a funny moment. I'll give it a thumbs up. Dolph hits the big dive off the top onto everybody. Uh, mostly Finn Balor, though, on the outside. I'll give that a thumbs up. That was cool. Uh, finishers getting hit left and right. Ends with Rollins nailing another stomp, this time on Ziggler. Then with um, a pedigreed, Ziggler is eliminated. MVP and almost show up. Bobby doesn't like this. Neither do I. Balor takes advantage. Nails the coup de grace on... But before he can pin Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins comes in. And he does a thing. I just need to find out. Yeah, he comes out of nowhere. Hits a stomp on Finn Balor. And Balor is eliminated. Almost gets involved after that. He's attacking Seth Rollins. Corbin eats a spear because, wow, Baron Corbin is still in there, but not anymore. He's eliminated. It's down now to Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins in the final. Almost tries to slam Austin Theory through the announce table, but Seth again out of nowhere stomps almost onto the table. 
Seth back in the ring now, eats a spear, Lashley pins, and wins. Uh, great match right here. I really enjoyed that. Really fast-paced match. Everyone getting in some really good offense, getting in their time, getting in their shit, if you will. Ziggler and Seth were awesome in this match. I'd, I'd give them the MVPs, especially Seth. He's awesome. Looking like this new Hurt Business thing may also be including, like I said, almost. Looks like that's what they're going to go for. Um, I'm fine with this. Like I said, if they're going to keep almost, then fine if you must. I don't love it, but if they insist, that's how they got to do it. I'm going to give this match an 8 out of 10. That was a great match. U.S. title picture continues to be one of the strongest divisions in the WWE right now, if not the strongest. Just a really good batch of wrestlers right now all going at it. Really enjoyable. Yeah, and that is Raw. I think it was a pretty darn sh solid show overall. I mean, the the, the Bloodline kind of take it easy this week. They're just kind of continuing onwards with their storyline. I don't know what's going on with Mustafa Ali, man. They just keep trying to wedge this guy into everything. I do like that they are. Looks like they're bringing back the Hurt Business. Yes, it does have almost in it, which isn't fantastic. But I don't care. Just give me the Hurt Business back. Uh, Becky Lynch, I, I like what they're doing with her and Bailey. That I mean, they have so much chemistry and history that's just bound to be good stuff right there. Um, and then Tazawa, poor Tazawa. I just <sighs> getting done dirty, but they did do a really good squash match right there. I like what they're doing with Bronson Reed. They can continue to make it like just keep putting him in there and Tazawa just sell his ass off. I don't know how many more of those horrifying neck slams he can take into the barricade but if he can take one or two more of those really put over Bronson Reed that would be uh really really awesome and I enjoyed I enjoyed the match between Eo Sky and Mia Yim I wish they can decide what Mia Yim's name really is is she Minchin or is she Mia Yim just call her Mia Yim okay it's 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 way better I like what they're doing on the way to the Royal Rumble so far not sure how I feel about this whole Howdy Doody, Alexa Bliss thing and Bianca. I think it's going to fall flat on its face. Not going to be that good. And um, yeah, the, the main event was solid. I really enjoyed the Eliminator thing. I wish there was more Elimination style matches. That was like, God, I did so many of these matches when I played the SmackDown versus Raws when I was growing up. So many six-man Eliminator matches. Just, oh, there was so much fun to do. And that is Monday Night Raw. I'll give it a 6.5 out of 10. Pretty darn solid Raw overall. Let's move on to NXT 2.0. Kicking it off right away, we got a tag match. Mello and Trick Williams versus Axiom and Apollo Crews. So these two wanted to team up with each other. And let's see how they did. Axiom and Crews showing off some nice teamwork. Hitting some suplexes together. Nice start. Apollo going ham, hitting a flurry of offense on Mello. That was pretty awesome. Give him a thumbs up for that. Trick trying to roll up Cruz. He is caught in a pin by Cruz. Steals the victory here, and there you go. Real good match. Really like the new team of Cruz and Axiom. I, like, in the ring, I felt like these two were going to, yeah, they're both very impressive in the ring. We'll see if they'll be able to uh, get some sort of chemistry with their... I don't know, gimmicks or something come out of this, but in the ring, very enjoyable. I'd love to see these two uh, team in a tornado tag. Yeah, uh, these two in a tornado tag, uh, that would be a lot of fun in the future, but this match was really good. Seven and a half out of ten. Now we got the Dawn. Looks like he's going to throw stacks up of a freaking bridge, but instead of sleeping with the fishes, stacks gets promoted to be the underboss. All right, pretty good. Again, I'm... 
I feel like this the, the family needs more people. It's just the Don and Stacks. It's not much of a family when there's only two people and now you got a boss and an underboss. We need some henchmen. We need we need the family to grow. We need more people in there. Tiffany Stratton, she is backstage. She's angry that Indy Hartwell locked her out of the women's locker room or some shit last week. Not the strongest way to start a rivalry, but we'll see where that one goes. Toxic Attraction, they're delivering a promo about working together, and together they will defeat Roxanne Perez for the title. Alrighty, I like it. Valkyria comes out, she's talking trash to Toxic Attraction, enters the ring to get beaten down, so Roxanne comes out for the save. I smell a tag team match, player! But that will be for later. Creed's get yelled at backstage by Ivy Nile. She is told, she tells them to smarten the fuck up. Because, yeah, I mean, they, they kind of do. They've been unfocused, and it looks like the message got to the Creed's. They seem to be, uh, they're, they're like, yeah, yeah, she's right. So we'll see what the Creed's got up their sleeve uh, next week, I imagine. They didn't get up to all that much this week. Alba Fire versus Sol Ruka. So they've been planning this match for a couple weeks here, and now we get it. Isla Dawn appears on the balcony. She's watching Alba and Ruka. Uh, Ruka takes advantage, hits uh, her awesome finisher, the Soul Crusher. Uh, I, you're just gonna have to look that one up. I really thought that was one of that's one of the cooler finishers I've seen in a while. Thumbs up for that. In a solid match, uh, Sol Ruka. She's been gaining a lot of momentum lately. And I'm sensing a heel turn in coming here for Alba Fire. Been sensing that for quite a while here. She just really seems like a natural heel, heel to me. Excuse me. Probably after... Uh, probably after she is finished with Isla Dawn or whatever's going on with that. Kind of looks like they... I keep wanting them to be a tag team. It looks like that's kind of what they're going for right here. And uh, yeah, I think that's the right move. I think they should make Isla... Isla Dawn and Alba Fire, a tag team. And Sol Ruka looks like she's, uh, well, she's straight babyface right now. You just, you look at her, she screams babyface. I don't really like that traditional babyface kind of style. Your white meat babyface, if you will. But I like Sol Ruka. Now we got a video of Dijak. He is warning Wes Lee his title reign is going to end at Vengeance Day. Uh, pretty solid promo from Mr. Jack right here. Moving on, you got Grayson Waller. He is interviewed about the controversial match last week against Breaker. Grayson even brought his own NXT title to the interview, so he's very, very confident as always. Grayson saying no broken ring ropes are going to stop him from taking out Braun Breaker at Vengeance Day. Well, I mean, they, they kind of took you out last week, but okay, we'll go with it. Good interview overall, though, whether the ring breaking was faked or not. I, I like what they're doing with it. If it was a mistake, they're running with it. If it's planned, then, I mean, it's interesting enough. It's different, and it's it's been okay. Uh-oh, Alba is losing her her temper backstage. She's, losing, she's, she's on fire. She's choking a referee with her baseball bat. Oh, dear. Tag team champions Chance and Carter just very casually break that up and... And everyone's just like, wow, she should really get in a lot of trouble for that. But she just didn't get in any trouble. Alba threatens she's coming for the tag team titles. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Alba. Alba, you're going to need a partner for that. Maybe a certain Isla Dawn would be interested. So, I th- again, I think that's what they're going for. And I like it. I like that. I like it a lot. Briggs and Jensen now. They're going up against the returning Gallus. They returned last week. Gallus removed the mats on the outside, exposing the concrete. That's going to that's gonna be bad. Coffee goes for a suplex, but Briggs able to reverse that. Jensen takes a back body drop onto said concrete. Ouch, that, that looks quite painful. 
Briggs goes nuts in the ring. Henley yells for help because Jensen is hurt on the outside. Kiana comes down and medical attention arrive for Jensen. Gallus takes over. They pick up the W. It's a solid tag team match. I am digging Gallus, man. They're, they just work stiff, so I enjoy that. When they returned, like, all that time ago, they weren't here for very long, and then they got injured again and or suspended, whatever the fuck they were doing. But, yeah, I, I like Gallus so far. Still waiting for Joe Coffee to return? He hasn't returned yet. Jensen taking a gnarly bump. Is, uh, that definitely hurt, but they are working the injury of Jensen whether it was real or not I mean he did take a bump onto concrete but seems like they're just doing that to uh bring out Kiana so she can you know do the love thing whatever the hell they're doing with that Uh, meh now we got Thea Hale she is super amped as always so much so she is gonna puke yeah Chase U confronts Duke and they're talking shit about him Duke says not now they need to focus on Hale all right, you win this round, Duke. That That's right. They should focus on Thea Hale because it's a very important day for her. Henley is yelling at Jensen about the presence of Kiana James. Jensen says they are in love, so frig off, Ricky. <laughs> Moving on, now you got Thea Hale with Chase U versus Feroz. Uh Nice technical wrestling going on. Electra Lopez comes down for a closer look at it. Feroz and Hale collide with each other hard into the middle of the ring. Chase and Duke argue on the outside. It's not the time for this, guys. Hale smashes Feroz face first, and she picks up her first victory. Oh, hell yeah. A nice big selly and a nice match from Hale as well. Uh, Thea building lots of momentum. Uh, I, I seriously see her. She has like superstar potential written all over her i mean she is with the chase you thing i really like this she's starting to um kind of become the front uh presence of chase you i mean mr chase is really funny but man thea hale she is really really growing on me uh she was solid in the ring tonight yeah very solid uh mash and uh and just fun overall good shit now we got the new day they're in the ring they're all dressed up nice New Day talking about Gallus. This makes pretty deadly jelly. They come out and claim they are the number one contenders. Uh Uh-uh, Gallus shows up. Wolfgang, with his very thick yet awesome accent, getting what chance from the crowd because the crowd may legitimately not understand what uh, Wolfgang is saying. Uh, Pretty thick accent. I got what he was saying. My wife didn't, but whatever. It was making me laugh. New Day makes fun of this, and then a brawl breaks out. Pretty good segment right here. Now we got my girl, Mackenzie. She's interviewing, not Big Body Javi, what the hell? She's interviewing Perez and Valkyria instead, but don't worry, Big Body Javi makes an appearance. This upsets all the women, but he just wanted to sing them a song and sell some CDs, but oh well. Poor poor Javi, pretty entertaining segment overall. Now we got Braun Breaker, yet another interview about the match last week. He admits Waller was close when he got... Uh, hit with that knee last week, but in the end, Braun Breaker gets the victory, retains his title, so he's like, yeah, it is what it is. Now it's Big Body Javi time. He's going to give us a concert. He hits one chord and immediately is interrupted by Thunder Thighs' Tyler Bate. They have a quick little match. Bates picks up the W over Javi. I mean, yeah, I, I love me some Tyler Bate, but come on, Big Body Javi, he's... He's so outrageously ridiculous. Solid match. Wish they could use Tyler Bate more. He's he's so freaking talented. This guy should be on, like, he should be main eventing every single week. This guy's incredible. 
Now we got uh, Henley. She's apologizing now to Jensen for yelling at him earlier. Henley says she's uh, even going to team up with Kiana. So there you go. Briggs doesn't care. He just wants to drink. Uh, I like that attitude. If uh, if that is seriously, though, the final payoff for this long-ass storyline that's been going on between Henley and Kiana and all that, just for them to become a tag team... I'm I'm very disappointed. That just that was just kind of a big old waste of time. I feel like it really kind of stunted the momentum that I thought Briggs and Jensen had. They were kind of a just a solid tag team up and coming in this whole storyline. It really bogged the whole thing down, slowed everybody down, and I don't think anybody really came out of this storyline looking all that good. I don't know. What do you guys think about it? I just hope they can move on now. Maybe we get a, a tag team of Henley and Kiana out of it, and then Briggs and Jensen can move on. So I don't know. Overall, kind of sucked. Now we got the main event, Toxic Attraction versus Valkyrie, Valkyria, whatever her name's so weird, Valkyria and Roxanne Perez. Court Jade runs down, knocks Valkyria off of the top ropes, they brawl a little bit on the outside, no disqualification for some reason. Toxic Attraction look to capitalize, JC Jane accidentally kicks her partner Gigi in the face, allowing Perez to hit Pop Rocks for the W. Uh, pretty darn standard tag team match right here. Nothing really stood out as special other than the uh, fantastic appearance of my girl, Cora Jade. Toxic Attraction argue about the miscommunication. And yeah, just kind of a meh overall. Not not that fantastic. But I like what they're doing with... Um, they're, they're teasing the fact that JC Jane and Gigi more than likely are going to not be able to... Uh, remain on the st- on the same page in the triple threat match upcoming, but I I kind of hope that they stay together. They're a really good team. I don't know how successful they're going to be on their own, but yeah, I'm interested to see how the triple threat at least will will play will play out. They they got my interest at least, so so that's good. I don't know how good it's going to be, but I'm interested in it. An okay show this week. I am liking the potential behind Axiom and Apollo as a tag. So far, so good for them. I'm liking Sol Ruka and Alba Fire, what, what they're doing. I, I think Sol Ruka is going to... She's going to partner up with someone. I am expecting that Fire and um, Dawn are going to be a tag team at some point. I think that could be a really good tag team. Please do it. New Day versus Gallus. Looks like it could be quite good. New Day put on good matches with pretty much everybody. I haven't seen them fight Gallus, so I'm excited for that. I'm rooting for Thea Hale, man. She has just been awesome the last like month, month and a half here. She just keeps being awesome i love her energy is infectious really good i am disappointed with the whole kiana and henley storyline whatever the hell that was like i said it's kind of been lame hopefully they're moving on from it uh and just yeah bad payoff but i do like what they have done like i said with toxic attraction so far i don't know if they're going to be split up after all is said and done what do you guys think do you think they're going to split up toxic attraction fully I, I hope not because I, I like the both of them. I just don't see them really as being single stars. So I would prefer them to be a tag. And I imagine that uh, Roxanne is just going to come out with the victory. But we'll see how it goes. Uh, overall, the show was all right. Five and a half out of ten. So let's move on now to AEW Dynamite. Let's find those freaking notes. All right, they're in Fresno, California this week. That's fun. Orange Cassidy versus Jay Lethal for the All-Atlantic Championship to kick off the show. And if Dutt, Double J, or anyone gets interferes interferes with this match, they are going to be fired. Oh, boy. 
But uh, they, Dutt and all them, Double J, they walk through the crowd. They got tickets, so they find their seats and they sit down to watch the match. That's really fun. And then Danhausen and Best Friends, they show up. They got massive pints of beer, some popcorn, and they're going to watch the match. Looks like they got some tickets as well. And, uh, oh boy, that should go over well in the crowd. Now, to the match. Orange, rolling away from Lethal, uh, avoiding Lethal's uh, devastating elbow move off the top ropes. That was really funny. Thumbs up for that. Orange kicks out of the Lethal Injection. Controversy in the crowd over who poured popcorn on Sanjay Dutt. I was, I, was, I was expecting the whole time someone to pour that big beer on his head, but I don't think we ever got that. Orange roll up near fall right there. Hits the orange punch out of nowhere for the W. Uh, very fun opening match. Crowd was into it. Best friends and everybody watching. It was um, a bit of an, uh, again, a distraction from what was going on in the ring. But overall, like the the best friends and everything, it's, it's I think, more so about the entertainment. But, you know, Orange Cassidy can go in the ring, man. And, and I like when we get to see that and he just goes all out. He hasn't been really doing that lately, going more for the entertainment. I still found it very entertaining, of course, but yeah, could could go for just a little bit more focus on, on the wrestling, especially this being a championship match. Would have liked a little bit more focus in the ring, but regardless, both groups in the ring, they're getting heated with each other. Orange hits his uh, vicious kicks, you know, you know what they are, those vicious kicks of Orange Cassidy. Oh, oh, crowd going crazy for it. Gotta give the people what they want. So, fun opening to the match. Now we move on to Top Flight, one of my favorite up-and-coming teams, uh, versus the Young Bucks. Oh, baby, this is going to be some good shit. Dante front and back flipping over the Bucks, trying to get a tag, just doing his ridiculous shit as always. Thumbs up for that. Nick with a awesome block on Darius, preventing a tag. I just... Ugh, such good fucking tag team wrestling man I, I love the little things that they do top flight then hits the combo power bomb springboard reverse cutter thing i don't even know how to describe that move fucking awesome thumbs up for that bucks with a chip uh, tribute to jay briscoe they hit the doomsday device i mean that was awesome thumbs up for them nice touch Darius about to eat the BTE trigger, but he is able to duck just in time. The Bucks collide knees. Darius rolls up pins and steals a massive upset victory over the Young Bucks. That, I love that. That was awesome. Great match. Dante, as usual, unbelievable. High-flying. Darius was really good in there himself. Bucks were, the Young Bucks just hitting so many awesome tag team moves, man. Like, some of their moves are just so creative, so cool. They got so many tag team moves in their bag. And I mean, Top Flight, no slouches themselves. They got some really cool combo moves themselves. And I am a sucker for some really awesome tag team maneuvers. I just, I go crazy for that stuff. And ton of it in this match. I love this match. Eight and a half out of ten. Fantastic. Thumbs up for the match. Thumbs up just all around. Now we got the Young Guns. They're in the ring. They got something to say. They are pissed that the Acclaimed embarrassed them that last week. So the Acclaim arrived, but guns are just flipping out. They want the music cut off. They're like, no, you are not cutting a rap on us right now. I That was so funny, man. Thumbs up for the young guns. They're so freaking funny. Max says, shut the hell up, cut the guns, mics, and drop a rap. Right here, a whole bar, a whole bar ends up getting bleeped out because there's just so much swearing in it. I loved it though. Great rap as always from Max. Thumbs up. Uh, everyone brawls for a little bit until Daddy Ass comes out. He lays down the law. He's had enough. 
He says next week everyone's going to get together and they're going to have a family therapy session. Oh my god. So this segment was really funny, really enjoyable. Thumbs up and oh my god, I cannot wait for this family therapy session next week. It is that's oh my god, it's going to be so freaking funny, man. Now we move on to something not so funny. We got a kind of a tense slash awkward interview with Hangman Adam Page and Renee. Uh, Renee is John Moxley's in real life wife. They don't shy away from that, and she's interviewing the guy that just beat his ass. So, kind of an awkward situation here. It was it was whatever. Now we got Jake Haggard with his hat and the Jericho Appreciation Society versus Ricky Stocks. Stark steals the hat, does an effortless walk across the ropes, channeling his inner Michael Jackson while up there. Like, unbelievable. So freaking awesome, Ricky. Thumbs up. Ricky plants Jake Haggard with a beautiful tornado DDT. Starks nails the spear for the W. Jericho is flipping out on commentary. God, I love Chris Jericho. Everything he does is amazing. Thumbs up. Solid match. Another big win here for Ricky Starks. He bolts through the crowd, escaping Jericho Appreciation Society before they can beat his ass. Jericho is interviewed by Tony Schiavone. He wants a tag match with Starks and that orphan Action Andretti. Who, what the hell is that? <laughs> Just calls him an orphan. Made me laugh, so I'll, I'll give him a thumbs up. Daniel Garcia volunteers to be his partner. Sammy is so happy he gives him some leather. Jericho is slightly mesmerized by this leather present, and he's like, is that some leather? That makes me laugh. Jericho is a big fan of leather items. Moving on, now we got Brian Danielson versus Bandito. Oh, baby, this just made me this made me very excited to, to see that on the card. I was like, oh, fuck, I love Bandito, man. He's so freaking so good. Danielson doing some sort of submission into an awesome pin thing on Bandito. Bandito is able to kick out of that. That was just awesome. Off to a really good start. Thumbs up. Bandito with an outrageous delayed suplex just showing off that stupid strength that Bandito has. I mean, oh my god, dude. Thumbs up. Danielson stretching the bejesus out of Bandito with a brutal label lock and pulling that arm back on top of that. Bandito somehow gets his tippy toe on the rope to uh, get out of that. Bandito hits a scary looking flipping last call thing off the top rope. Uh, wow, that was, I mean, he just barely cleared it. He hits it, but oh man, that was a little bit scary. Then right after that, he hits that really awesome rebound German suplex thing. Got a near fall there. Thumbs up for that. Both men trading counters. Then Brian hits the psycho knee out of nowhere, pins and wins. I mean, yeah, dude, just a great match. Ridiculous technical wrestling on display here. Just so impressive. Uh, chain wrestling and their transitions so clean. Bandito, man, this guy has it all. His 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 strength is just stupid. Like, stupid. Like, compared to Claudio, like, I'd say Bandito is the pound-for-pound pound strongest guy I have ever seen in the ring. Like, he, he just literally makes me... Like, I was going, wow, like, during watching this guy. He is amazing. No, don't, don't, don't do that phone. It was, I didn't activate the, the thing. But anyway, now you made me lose my place. Okay. Um, like I was saying, Bandito has it all, man. He's got strength. He's really good technical ability, high flying. I mean, the dude has it all. And, of course, uh, pairing up against Brian Danielson, just a match made in heaven. Wasn't quite as hard hitting as some of the normal Brian Danielson matches, but I still really like this one. Eight uh, out of ten.
MJF appears on the screen. He warns Danielson about the dragon hiding behind the mask. So, kind of playing some mind games here. Don't think it really affected Danielson all that much, but it's just basically MJF trying to get out of the Iron Man match because he does not want to be in that with uh, with Brian Danielson. That that'll be a bad idea, but he thinks uh, MJF says that he will be ready for it. So okay. Soraya is backstage. She's being a jerk to Sheeta as usual for some reason because uh, she didn't throw the kendo stick properly last week. I mean, okay, mistakes happen. Soraya tells Sheeta to stay behind. Don't don't you bother coming out. Then we got Brian Cage. He is he is going face. Brian Cage is going to face Danielson next week. MJF swings by to offer him a large sum of money to break Brian Danielson's arm next week. Brian Cage says, sure, man, give me the money. And then MGF bitch slaps him, and he, everyone gets all angry. MGF says, do you want the money or not? Cage says, okay, fine, I'll, I'll take the money, but oh my god, he was about to rip his head off. Now we got Tony Storm with Soraya versus Willow Nightingale. Tony hits that absolutely brutal ass attack in the corner, man. Like, oh my god, dude. Like, every single week, it's so vicious. This week in particular, Willow's head gets snapped back like crazy. Oh my god, that move is so good. Thumbs up. Soraya distracts Tony, rolls up Willow for the W here. Solid match, and like I said, man, Tony's ass slam, I can't get over that move. It is so fucking good. So vicious. So perfect for her moveset. I just, I, I love it. Thumbs up. Now we got take. <laughs> I was about to say take a Sheeta. God damn you, MJF. Uh, Takeshka, he is interviewed. He says in English he's got Brian Danielson's back from now on, and he doesn't trust MJF. So Takeshka is a smart man. Then he launches into his native tongue, and dude, I have never heard so many words come out of a mouth since like Eminem when he was going on his, his insane rapping speed thing. But damn, dude, I just freaking love Takeshka. He's the best. Thumbs up. Now we got the main event, uh, K- T- T- what? <sighs> Kashida. There we go. Okay, I, I was I was struggling with Takeshka Kashida, Kashida versus Darby Allen with Sting for the TNT Championship. Uh, I love Tony doing the Sting line, and and this week he has to like take a mid breath. He's like Sting, Ing! it's oh I love that. That was funny. And we got uh, DKC, they come out for a distraction. I'm not overly familiar with these guys, but they're here. Uh, They arrive just so the Darby can dive onto them, so thank you very much. Darby grabs a chair, lays in some stiff shots, sits Kushida in the chair, goes for a dive, but Kushida grabs Darby into an armbar midair. That was really impressive. Thumbs up for that. DKC getting back into it. They're taunting Sting. Not a good idea. Uh, Sting doesn't give a shit. Darby looks, uh, locks in the Last Supper. Kushida cannot escape. Darby gets the W and retains his championship. Darby showing off his technical side in this match. I mean, sometimes I, I forget that Darby is a really, really solid, uh, borderline fantastic mat wrestler. He's, he's got it all in there as well. Sometimes I forget it uh, that, you know, behind all this intense bumping, he is a very, very good wrestler. And uh, Kushida was good in there as well. I, I kind of like their their chemistry in the ring a little bit different for darby allen i i enjoyed it, it was a different pace i for um of course darby still had his bumps in there as as per usual and it was a good match overall seven out of ten very good show this week nice start and nice finish to the show and uh love 
Love that top flight. Picked up that huge victory over the Bucks this week. Well-deserved victory for them. MJF plotting against Danielson in the background as Brian tears through the roster. Uh, I am loving that right now. Another great match from him against Bandito. Soraya surprisingly being a douchebag to Sheeta is like like pretty interesting because like i wasn't expecting her to kind of go into a heel role so early but it there it is Uh, much less vicious show than last week last week was ridiculous lots of blood this week seemed to be more on the technical technical side which is not a problem with me i appreciate some good ass wrestling there's some good ass wrestling as always this week on dynamite gonna give the show overall a seven and a half out of ten and now on to SmackDown. Okay, where were they? They were in Detroit, the twat. So we kick off with round one of the tag team tournament. This is a number one contenders tag team tournament to uh, determine who will take on the Usos. So we start off with the Brawling Brutes, Sheamus and Drew McIntyre versus the Viking Raiders with Valhalla. She looks very cool. Sheamus beats some color into the chests of the Viking Raiders. Sheamus can't get Eric up for the avalanche white noise. They kind of struggle with that. They do recover quickly, though, so I'll give him a little shout-out there. Well done. Drew going crazy off of the hot tag, hitting multiple kip-ups. I mean, Jesus, thumbs up for that. Valhalla prevents Sheamus hitting a bro kick by screaming at him. Very effective. Ivar hits Sheamus with a massive top rope splash. Got a near fall there. Ivar springboards into a wicked knee from Sheamus. Claymore onto Eric. Bro kick to Ivar. And the Brutes get the W in advance to the second round. Very good tag match. I was hoping this would deliver, and it sure did. Nice stiff brawl. Crowd was loving the brawling Brutes. Valhalla look cool, but providing absolutely absolutely nothing to the match other than screaming that one time. Match was good overall. I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. Sammy Zane speaks with the tribal chief. Sammy's beard, I have to shout out, looks absolutely unbelievable, dude. I don't know what oil or what the hell he was doing. He's done with that beard. It looks absolutely amazing. It looks better than the hair that is on his head. Just wow. Anyway, Sammy pleads his case, but this really pisses off Roman Reigns. He tells Sammy to get out of here. Sammy is crushed. He's very sad. Poor, poor Sammy, man. Just every week. I didn't like, uh, I, will, I will say, I did not like Roman Reign, uh, Roman Reigns in this segment. He just, I didn't, it was just like, get out of here, man. Just, come on, man. Just get out of here. I did not, I did not like that. Thumbs down for that. Raquel Rodriguez delivers a promo about being excited to be in the first Royal Rumble. And it's in her hometown. I mean, that's, that's great and everything. But your, your lame scripted promo was, was not very good. Thumbs down. LA Knight, he's in the ring. He's cutting a good promo. He's chirping Bray Wyatt. Yeah, solid stuff. Knight begins his match against some dude named Jones or something. Images flash. It distracts LA Knight ever so slightly, but really doesn't do anything. He wins his match anyway. Then the Firefly Funhouse music hits. Oh, shit. It's back, baby. Yowie, wowie. All the characters are back and everything. Got the pig, the fucking uh, the little muskrat, rat, fucking bunny thing. I don't know. Uh, the rabbit says he likes L.A. Knight. He's told to shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was really funny. Thumbs up. Then it goes weird and cryptic, the usual way with Mr. Howdy Doody stuff. 
Bray says bye. And uh, yeah, man, I was uh, very nice to see uh, the the Funhouse coming back. I I've always been a fan of the Funhouse. I know people don't always like it, but I I like that side. I think it's I think it's pretty good. Um, I just don't want them to fall into the same old thing with the Funhouse. Don't just rehash the same stuff. I want them to come up with new stuff if they can. If they can, that'd be great. Now we got another match in the tag tournament. We got Los Lotharios versus Hit Row. Oh my goodness. Just bringing out the A-team right now. Let's go in. Let's get into it. The tearaway pants coming in handy for Los Lotharios, allowing them to uh, get one tag. That was a nice little spot. I'll give them a thumbs up. Michael Cole and Top Dollar talking shit to each other. That was hilarious. Thumbs up. A roll-up in Hit Row. Pick up a victory. Oh, my. They advance to the second round. They will be fighting the Brawling Brutes in the next round. Good luck with that one. Um, Michael Cole making fun of Top Dollar was was better than the match itself. I mean, I, I, like, I really like that. But I do like Hit Row as heels right now. It's, it's a little bit better than what they were doing, whatever the heck they were. Still, overall, I think they suck, but... At least uh, Top Dollar getting into it with Michael Cole. If they, they continue that, that, that at least is something that's entertaining. Speaking of entertainment, I'm just kidding. Charlotte Flair makes her entrance. She has a new entrance theme. I don't like it. Flair calls out Sonya Deville. A fan tells Sonya to shut up. Or no, so uh, Sonya comes down. Fan yells at her that she sucks. She yells at him to shut up. I love when... A fan is able to like get uh, a wrestler out of it for a second, and uh, they have to. She yells at him. I mean, the best one of all time is uh, during. I don't know when this was, but it was Chris Jericho and Big Show when they were a tag team, and this guy's like, "Go back to Toronto," and he's like, "I'm from, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot." Best one of all time. Moving on, Charlotte says she will fight Sonya right here, right now. Sonya says. Nah, not unless the title is on the line. Adam Pierce arrives, Sonya clocks Flair in the face, and she runs away. An okay segment. I mean, both women relied heavily on using, like, the word Detroit, using the crowd, like, just to be like, oh, the people in Detroit wait for applause, get some applause, and then move on. It's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really cheap way to get reactions, but, um, yeah, not, not very good. Moving on. Heyman is suggesting now to Roman Reigns he should consider keeping Sami Zayn around. Roman Reigns ponders this. Now we got another match, or another tag match in, in round one of the tag tournament. Brawling Brutes, Butch and Ridge Holland versus Imperium. Vince, or, uh, Vinci and Kaiser. All right, that's better. Ridge shows off the strength, picking up both members of Imperium at the same time, giving them a nice slam. Vinci with an impressive springboard moonsault i like that thumbs up butch eats a brain buster on the outside allowing imperium to hit the imperium bomb for the w and advance to the second round solid tag match uh, wish they got some more time with this one if i was too short but not bad ridge was impressive really liked the chemistry between the two teams i mean imperium versus brawling brute's been going on for quite a while now i i really like it Vinci is, oh man, he is such a fucking talent, man. I, oh, I miss him when he was just going by himself in NXT. I like him in Imperium, but man, Vinci is a fantastic wrestler. Moving on. Detective Cross is on the case. What's he got this week? Well, this week, he's investigating himself and why he isn't excited to fight Rey Mysterio. Oh, Karrion, don't worry. I, I know the answer. It's because you suck and no one likes you. 
Moving on. Round one, tag tournament. We got Legado, uh, Toro, and Wild versus Maxim, uh, the Maximum Male Models. I kind of forgot they existed, along with, I imagine, everybody else. Legato in dominant fashion pick up the victory. Weak match. Um, at least I got to see Selena. I mean, she's pretty. She looks very nice. <sighs> Roman Reigns now and Sami Zayn, they hash out their problems. Uh, they're working through it as Paul Heyman is just looking over them like the proudest father watching his son open up a present that he's had hidden away like all year. And he's like, this is the moment. I waited all year for this. It's just the proudest father looking over his boys right now. So good. Anyway, Sammy again pledges his full allegiance to Roman. Uh, again, I don't know how many times we have to go through this, but all seems good again in the bloodline for now. Sammy leaves, and uh, Paul Heyman thanks Roman Reigns. So, uh, again, they're more than likely up to no good. It's pretty, pretty clear, but Sami Zayn still doesn't see through it, and uh, this continues. Now we got the contract signing. Roman and the crew, they saunter down to the ring, get all nice and comfy. And then Kevin Owens shows up out of nowhere and just starts whooping some ass. He takes out the whole bloodline. He puts Roman through the table. Paul Heyman begging for his life. Please, please don't touch me. Fucking hilarious. Love that stuff. Thumbs up. Kevin Owens signs the contract. Sami Zayn runs away way too late. Or sorry, Sami Zayn runs down way too late to, to save Roman. That is more than likely going to be a very big problem for Sami next week. Roman is going to be pissed. Uh, a much improved SmackDown over the last few weeks. I mean, they've been really, really rough the last few weeks, but much better this week. It's not still not good, but but better. Uh, the Raiders versus the Brutes didn't let me down. I'd really like them to revisit that that feud in the future after this tournament. I'm kind of banking that the Raiders are going to interfere with Drew and Sheamus, and then they'll get into it. That would be great. Roman was pretty awful this week, I have to say. Thankfully, though, the strength of Sami Zayn's beard and Paul Heyman, Kevin Owens, and all them, they held it, all those segments together. I don't know what was going on with Roman this week. He's just not feeling it, I guess. I don't know. Firefly Funhouse returning, that is awesome. I just, like I said, I hope they don't rehash all the old same shit. I want them to come up with new stuff. That would be awesome. The tag tournament was mostly okay, uh, pretty decent, except like the last matchup between uh, the with the male models. I don't. That was just Jesus. They, it just shows off. They they really don't have that uh, depth really in their tag division. But yeah, not great. Uh, the contract signing though, to my surprise. Has Roman Reigns going through the table and Kevin Owens looking strong? Uh, Sammy will have hell to pay next week. Roman's going to tear him apart. But, um, yeah, honestly, a little bit surprised that Kevin Owens looks that good. Maybe that's why Roman was so salty. But, uh, yeah, the SmackDown wasn't too bad. Six out of ten. And let's finish it off with Rampage. They are still in Fresno, California. Starting off with Ethan Page with Stokely versus Jungle Boy, Matt Hardy and Private Party and all those guys. They're all out there as well. Page hitting some real nice combo moves on Jungle Boy. Hook comes out causing a distraction. Page rolls up Jungle Boy. Grabs the ponytail of Matt Hardy for leverage. That was, I li I really like that. But uh, Jungle Boy reverses that. He rolls up, pins and wins. Pretty solid opener. Uh, Ethan Page yells at Matt Hardy, but Matt says Jungle Boy screwed everything up, not him. So uh, Ethan Page says fine. He's going to team up with Matt Hardy next week, and they're going to take on Jungle Hook uh, some point next week. Uh, yeah, not a, not a bad opener. 
pretty solid, pretty darn solid. Now we got Tony Schiavone. He is interviewing Ortiz, Ortiz about the ongoing problems between uh, Ortiz and Eddie Kingston. Ortiz calls out Eddie to answer for almost hitting a woman. I stress he almost hit a woman. Eddie comes out. He is heated. He's got a chair. Comes down. Ortiz tearing a strip off of Eddie until Eddie just can't takes no more. He hits Ortiz with the chair and he is out of here. All right, all right, you two, you break it up. That's enough. Uh, you, they're gonna have to have a fight to settle this. Um, I, I, it's, I don't know, man. I can't get over the fact that like how pissed off Ortiz is at Eddie for almost hitting a woman. He didn't hit her. He like semi contemplated thinking about maybe possibly almost hitting her a little bit but i i don't know regardless i just want to see these two fight the match is going to be really fun but the storyline behind it eh, it's 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 whatever i mean it's wrestling you're not you're not expecting fucking martin scorsese or whatever over here but anyway and uh moving on it's um we got a match here and we got a debut here i was pleasantly surprised to see this guy at aew it's willie mack uh he is having a match here against brian cage with prince nana so uh willie mack i know him fairly well pretty well actually he's one of my more favorite guys in uh, impact wrestling uh very talented big man he's uh, a little bit pudgy a little chunky but man this guy can go in the ring you you look at him and <laughs> from what you see visually just standing there compared to what he can do in the ring uh, quite, quite amazing, and I really like the fact that he's going up against Brian Cage, a fellow big man that can do things that big men shouldn't be able to do. So I was, um, I was pleasantly surprised. Let's let's dive into this and see how Willie does. So Willie starts out really hot. He eats a nice kick in the face from Brian Cage. Welcome to AEW. How you doing? Cage hits a un, uh, Uranagi onto the apron. Ouch, that that looked painful. Then Cage uh, Brian Cage hits a effortless F10 on Willie, but he kicks out of that, so goddamn, that's impressive. Willie shows off his educated feet. Sadly, uh, he must have skipped a class because he misses wildly with a kick. Cage puts Willie away with a driver for the W. Oh, dang, he can't win in his debut, but... Uh, I, I just got to say, it is incredible how, the, how like, big Haas fights have evolved over the years, man. Like, we've gone from massive dudes just kind of standing in the ring, hugging each other, the test of strength, and now we got these 350-pound meat meatheads just backflipping, springboarding. It's fucking insane, dude. Uh, so good. Uh, two massive men doing crazy things for their size. I mean, just outrageous. Welcome to AEW, Willie Max. Sweet addition to the roster. I hope they uh, are able to utilize him uh, well. 7 out of 10, good match. Now we got a tag match. Jade Cargill and Layla Gray versus the Vanity Twins. Layla Gray whooping some ass. She has taken out the Twins pretty much all by herself. She goes for the pin, but Jade Card Cargill says, Hold up, wait a minute. She's got to get her shit in. She's got to come in. She hits her jaded, picks up the pin, and win. A fairly entertaining squash match. I mean, Layla did all the work, so she was good. Uh, Jade just adding more heat to her heelness, and uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. And now it is time for our main event. We got Action Andretti versus Daniel Garcia. Andretti hits a couple of nice split-legged moonsaults in and out of the ring. Very impressive. Thumbs up for that. Garcia gains control. Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara on commentary cheering for him, but Garcia loses focus for just a moment there. 
Action hits the corkscrew, Tornado and the running shooting star press, and Andretti picks up yet another massive win over the Jericho Appreciation Society. Oh, hell yeah. A really solid match. I'll, I'll admit the... The commercial at the beginning of the match, even with the picture-in-picture, just really kind of took me out of the first half of this match. Uh, It looked like a lot of just kind of striking, slow. I I, I really wasn't paying all that much attention. I couldn't look away from the compelling commercials of of TNT programming. Uh, But the back half was uh, pretty fast-paced, impressive high-flying from action, and Jericho and Garcia on commentary was freaking... I love that shit. I mean, Jericho is... Uh, on commentary every week, but uh, man, he's so good on on commentary. Love him. I really want the an all star team of like, well, they already do it, but Chris Jericho and Taz with Tony Schiavone, ex uh, the, the masked man, whatever. It's all good. Anyway, okay, Rampage this week. Opener would have been better with less focus on all the outside shenanigans. I mean, that's kind of been an ongoing problem with. Um, uh, some of these stables, it's just like, they can't focus on having an actual single singles match without everybody getting involved. Like, I understand it's a big kind of a stable feud, but it really takes away from the singles matches. So if they're going to have everybody get involved, just do a tag match or something. Uh, Willie Mack is cool. Um, really awesome to see him here. I was kind of surprised. I don't know who the hell is even left in Impact anymore. Uh, he is an awesome big man. He and uh, Keith Lee would be a wicked tag team, man. I would love if those two could hook up and make an awesome tag team. That'd be wicked. Main event was solid. Crowd wasn't overly, like, wasn't too hot throughout the show. Must have been a little gassed out from from Dynamite, but not necessarily the A-team on display for this show. Didn't really have a whole lot of the biggest names, but I, I felt like it was a still a solid show. Six out of ten. All right, let's move on to the most prestigious, most prestigious award in all of wrestling we are going to do our three star awards and uh before i give out the three stars let's i'm going to shout out a couple of matches not the strongest three stars this week i mean not a whole lot of shout outs just uh the five matches in total here but i will shout out uh, carmelo hayes and trick williams versus apollo excuse me and axiom on nxt uh the new team of apollo and axiom Looks like a good pairing. Those guys are both uh, very, very talented in the ring. I, I worry about their mic skills and and, and uh, all that stuff, but so far so good in the ring. They put on a good match. Viking Raiders versus Drew and Sheamus on SmackDown. Also, uh, another tag team match there that I have my eye on. You know, got the Viking Raiders versus Drew and Sheamus. That's uh, just on paper. You look at that. I was like, yeah, that looks like a pairing that could work out really well. And I thought it did this week on SmackDown. I would really like them to revisit that, kind of build up a good feud between them. I think they could do a really good job. And now for the prestigious three-star awards, the third star this week goes to Brian Danielson versus Bandito. On Dynamite this week. I am a massive fan of Bandito. Every time I see this guy, he blows me away with his outrageous strength. And then you're pairing him with Daniel Bryanson. Both of them just showing off the technical ability. If you're a technical wizard, wizard, and you really like those kind of matches, you will really like Danielson versus Bandito this week on on Dynamite. Really good stuff. Good enough for third star this week. Second star goes to... 
the six-way eliminator match on Monday Night Raw. I just, I am a sucker for that kind of match. I love elimination matches, and you got a lot of talented guys in the ring there. Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins, uh, especially shining throughout that match, kind of as expected, but yeah, I really liked it. Kind of surprising with the victor be well, not really a surprise, but happy that Bobby gets the win there. And yeah, second star goes to the six-way eliminator match. Well done. And the first star this week goes to Top Flight versus the Young Bucks on Dynamite this week. We got a lot of tag team action this week, but oh man, dude, uh, Top Flight picking up the victory over the Young Bucks. That was awesome. Uh, really just the cherry on top of a really good match. I'm very happy that Top Flight got the victory there. Really to put them in that elite tier of, of major player tag teams in AEW, and I think it's well-deserved. They are just incredible to watch, dude. If you haven't uh, checked out Top Flight, man, go go give it a watch on Dynamite this week. Them taking on the Young Bucks. Really, really good shit. And there you go, everybody. That is the show. I hope you enjoyed the recap. Next week, it's going to get really crazy here over the next little while. We got the Rumble coming up, so there'll be a separate review uh, for the Rumble when that goes down. I'm very, very excited. Sort of nervous about how uh, I'll be able to do on a Rumble. I, 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 I'm, I'm a little concerned how I'm going to be able to keep up with a rumble match. It's going to be quite difficult. I will do my best. I've had some practice with some of these battle royales, so uh, don't be expecting like an insane amount of notes on the rumble. Like I'm not going to talk about every single elimination. I'm just going to kind of go through the highlights and stuff. I hope that's fine, but uh, yeah, dude, I love the Royal Rumble. I'm super duper excited. I got Uh, I got some, I booked off, I got a little vacation time booked off for next weekend to kind of help with all the additional wrestling for next week. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a big one uh, next week, man, Royal Rumble and everything. So I am looking forward to that and you guys can uh, go down and check out any and all of the links down below as I stand up to let my cat outside. There you go, my friend, not outside into the wilderness, just outside of this room. Don't worry. Um, Yes, so you can go down and check out all those links down there. I have a YouTube channel, GamerGX Videos, where I upload videos of me playing video games. Lately, I've been playing Until Dawn, and just this weekend, double upload Saturday, I uploaded a episode of me playing The Witcher, Witcher 3, so I had a recent podcast where I discussed The Witcher, and I threw up some videos of me playing it, just just because I thought it'd be fun, so you can go over there and check those out if you'd like. That would be awesome. Subscribe and all that great stuff. You can follow on Twitter where I throw up some announcements and all that great stuff for the podcast. And make sure you're looking out for this Monday's GX GamerCast. This week I am going to be talking about Pikmin 3. So a pretty uh, big and uh, Nintendo franchise over there, a, ga- a franchise I've never actually gotten into. So I will be talking about Pikmin for the first time in my life, never played a game up until just this past little week here so that'll be a fun episode on monday you can go ahead and and, uh, look forward to that Uh, and there you go we made it to the weekend everybody congratulations i hope you're having a good weekend i hope this podcast helped you out and all that great stuff if you like it and you want to let me know you want to talk wrestling again follow on twitter you can throw an email at me hit me up on youtube any of that great stuff and that is that i am gonna go get out of here is my wife's birthday so i'm gonna finish this off and then go up and we're gonna go see avatar and all that stuff so thank you again for watching and uh, enjoy your weekend everybody we will be back again soon